Welcome to this week's End of Days Update, coming to you from Tulsa, Oklahoma. We had such a great time in Topeka this last week, Dodge City the weekend before, and then this last Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, we were at Light of the World there in Topeka. Had a great time, great crowds, people hungry for a revelation about the coming of the Lord. So cool, I say every week. Uh, the churches seem to be so excited about Jesus coming back, as we should be. Could you imagine the night before you get married? I would hope people would be happy the night before they get married. So that's what I try to compare it to. So we're so blessed that we're watching the setup for the coming of the Lord. So with the end of day's update, we're looking at what happens just after the rapture of the church, because the rapture is signless. Second coming has tons of signs. And you remember, you have to get your doctrine from the epistles. You can't get your doctrine from the gospels because Jesus is still fulfilling the law. So uh, when it comes to end time preaching, don't grade yourself concerning the gospels or you feel like you don't qualify because you don't. Jesus had been raised from the dead. The rules totally change after the resurrection. So uh, as he is, so are we in this world. We're him now. So how blessed. But man, so much stuff is happening all over the world. Uh, let's get into what's happening around Israel this last week you have you have iraq you have egypt and you have the palestinians coming together for a joint uh, basically a talk about with lebanon trying to figure out how to bring peace to israel uh, you have uh, you have the basically them practicing for uh, sacrifices out by jericho they did kind of a, a run-up to what's going to happen when they're able to start having sacrifices there was so much talk of the third temple a lot of things very exciting about the coming of the lord but probably uh, the most interesting thing still it, it happens to be iran hard to even explain what happened with iran but gosh they basically kicked kicked out the international atomic energy agency inspectors said you can't inspect anymore and remember last week we talked about how the Secretary of State of the United States said, hey, Iran is literally a, could be a week from breaking out. Well, guess what uh, happened this last week, a couple days ago? You had a quad, uh, basically a quad helicopter drone, drop a bomb on one of the plants just outside of Tehran, just west of Tehran. There's a plant that makes centrifuges uh, for the spinning of the enriching uranium to get it from 60% to 90%. They dropped a bomb on that plant, and it produces centrifuges for Fordow and Natan's plants. So, and even a week before, you had some funky explosions happening uh, at, at one of the other nuclear plants. So, Iran's last nuclear plant had a bomb planted inside of it. Now, the people that sent this drone were from inside Iran. It didn't even come from Israel. didn't even come from Iraq. It came from inside Iran. So, someone snuck this drone inside Iran with bombs planted on it and, and blew that building up that's making uh, centrifuges. So, man, a lot's happening with that. It is interesting to see when Iran comes out and says they're not going to let inspectors in, uh, that something happens to deter their being able to get nuclear weapons. So we talked about Germany coming out with that report where there was a 400-something page report where people from Hamas and Hezbollah were trying to help Iran all over Europe get basically ingredients for nuclear bombs. So, so much is happening with that. But man, you have... You have a lot happening with America. Remember Iran, last week, Iran fired uh, missiles into uh, Iraq where our, our bases were there to try to get U.S. servicemen and women. We finally retaliated with rockets going into Syria, rockets going into uh, the northern part of Syria and southern part of Syria. And then we had another attack because uh, Iranian militia fired back at our bases. And again, so we're talking 10 to 15 missiles. So kind of crazy uh, what's going back and forth with that. So much has happened militarily all over the, the, the world even. I mean, you even had China threaten that we were going to try to help Taiwan, that World War III would break out. You Last week, we talked a little bit about Russia 
Russia's uh, exercise right off side of Hawaii. Man, big blow up about that. It, it seemed like every different group covered this. You had massive uh, 20 ships brought in by Russia to simulate basically a World War III event. So we moved one of our carriers out there. We moved one of our destroyers. We had F-22s out there. Man, so we had F-22s even blocking the airspace just over Hawaii because some of Russia's planes were trying to get into some of that airspace. So you have a lot of provocative things that are building up to what's going to happen right after we leave. So I do think it's interesting that you see a renewal of pressure for there to be a Palestinian-Israeli agreement. So you're watching things with the Temple Mount. You're watching things in the West Bank. You're watching things from other nations put pressure on that. And you saw literally the only country that got kind of freaked out about Iran this last week was France. Uh, Emmanuel Macron was the only one that came out saying, hey, uh, Iran's not going to go back to the old ways of this, this uh, deal that they negotiated. So, man, you're watching the total setup for what's going to happen. I believe uh, even though Israel keeps stopping Iran from getting the nuclear weapons, somehow they're going to bring one down to Damascus. Isaiah 17.1 said Damascus will be removed from being a city. So you're watching all these players along with Turkey and Syria and Iran and Russia literally come into position uh, for what's going to happen just after the rapture of the church. So we're so blessed. Wow. Uh, so what's all the information for? We, we get all this information about the coming of the Lord because the Lord loves you. He wants you strong. He wants you encouraged. He wants you lifted up. He wants you finishing your, your course with joy. And remember, all of this is about seeing the finish line and running faster. I've never seen anybody train, 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 get into a race and see the finish line and think they'll chill. The church has to have a hustle mentality right here before we leave. So once we get into all the stuff that's happening recently, so much is, it's hard to even cover all of it. It's happened so much. But we always go to the Word. Number one, Jesus said, the generation seems Israel made a nation and Jerusalem won back. He said that group of people won't pass away till all is fulfilled. So how blessed are we to see that happen? But then you have the Hebrew language restored. You have the revival of the Roman Empire. You have the Ethiopian Jews brought back. You've got the fertility of the land of Israel. You have the Temple Mount Institute that's ready, like we talked about them having a dry run out by Jericho. I mean, they're doing stuff to get ready to start having sacrifices. It's amazing. So you have all of that. You have 172 different species of predatory birds show up in the land. You had fish show up in the Dead Sea. You had the uh, ritual baths around the Temple Mount fill up with water. You had foxes show up on the Temple Mount. So all these uh, specific physical things happening, showing how close we are. Really, I don't get into it every week, but you had Bishop Malachi in 1129. AD had a vision of every pope and the coat of arms they would have on them. The coat of arms is very detailed, just like a crest from, from Scotland or Ireland or England. But the, the coat of arms for each pope was either military or prayer or marine. He got the coat of arms correct and the pope correct 114 out of 114. Uh, what's the pope that we have right now? It's the 114th. So it's just remarkable. History Channel said it's statistically impossible to do that. Well, that's been done. That was in the year 1129 A.D. So you have all this happening, signs, memory lovers themselves. We have selfie sticks. You have tangible physical evidence of what the Bible said you'd see coming to pass in our generation. I've heard people go, these signs have all happened before. No, they've never happened before. It's just radical. Remember, Paul talked about the baptism 12 times, coming of the Lord 52 times. For every one verse there is about the first coming, eight times more about the second coming. So we're blessed to see that. So we've gone from all these signs to signals. You had blood red moons on Passover and tabernacles. Amazing. Four in a row. 
Uh, NASA calls it a tetrad. When's the last time you had blood red moons uh, four in a row like that? 1967, when Jerusalem was won back. 1948, when Israel was made a nation. 1492, at the Edict of Expulsion, when the Jews were kicked out of Spain. So you had that. This last year, you had the Bethlehem Star, which is absolutely amazing. Jupiter, Regulus, and Venus. And then uh, at the birth of Jesus, the constellation was Virgo. NBC Nightly News said we have a celestial event. Uh, we have the Bethlehem Star, Jupiter, Regulus, Venus. What was the constellation this last year? First time in 2,000 years, uh, Leo. He's the lion of the tribe of Judah. My friend, it is quiet about this. There's not a lot of fanfare about this. There will be some fanfare because he's coming so soon. But the earth is getting ready for a seven-year period called the tribulation. I hear people go, well, uh, the church is being chicken, uh, being raptured. No, you have an appointment. Uh, we have so much authority, the Lord has to take you off the earth so he can do what he wanted to do during the seven-year period because it's seven years of old covenant time. It's nothing to do with the church. So how blessed are we, though, to watch the setup for the second coming, watch the setup for the tribulation period. We think of it as judgment, but really it's pressure on people to accept Jesus so they don't have to go to hell. So amazing how the earth is getting ready so that Jesus can reveal himself to his brethren just like Joseph did at the end. How cool to see the plan of God come to pass right before our eyes. Jesus, King of kings, Lord of lords, coming so soon. Man, I would get your relationship so uh, white hot with him, fervent in spirit, because uh, I would think we'd be kinder, we'd be sweeter <laughs> as we approach the coming of the Lord, because you're about to see him face to face. Eyes as a flame of fire, feet like undefined brass, voice of many waters, firstborn from the dead, shepherd and the bishop of our souls, Jesus. We're about to see him. Have a blessed, awesome week. We'll come back next week. We'll see what's happened with Iran, what's happened with the nuclear agreement. We'll really see what's happening with Europe, dealing with Israel, getting ready for the entrance of the Antichrist. So, uh, so soon we get to see Jesus. Have a blessed, awesome week. Thanks for joining us today at the End of Days Update. If you'd like to be notified every time there's a new post, just go to the edu at josephmorris.com and subscribe to receive email alerts. If these posts and updates have been a blessing to you, please consider making a one-time donation to help get the message out or even becoming a monthly partner with Joseph Morris Ministries. Thanks again for tuning in to the EDU, and we'll see you next week.